Yo, my name's Rowdy Roddy Piper, and when I'm in Dallas, there's only one thing to do. Sit down and listen to... The Break Room. Uh, gotta like that. What's the best cheese against your penis? Newhart will not be seen tonight because... Tonight is, is something special. Oh, But don't worry, he'll be back next week at his usual time. You bet. <laughs> KTBR Break Room! Hear the drama, dear wicked! The purpose of this video is to teach you and your family members how to clean the bathroom. Pop Syndicate. The project was our last best hope for peace. Okay. High five! A self-contained world five miles long located in neutral territory. Are you serious? <laughs> a place of commerce and diplomacy for a quarter of a million humans and aliens. The show sucks. A shining beacon in space. All alone in the night. It was the dawn of the third age of mankind, the year the Great War came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the gasoline high five stations. The year is 2259. The name of the place is The Break Room. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Episode well, lucky here. 203 of the break room. Fuck shit, cock what, ass. What's up, motherfuckers? Oh. I got the fucking Thumbs of Fury filter off of me. <laughs> fucking asshole. It does there. suck. I hate that show. Like, it's just it's hard oh, to do shit. that. Oh, god damn it. After, uh. Okay, cocking the eggs. After. What? I'm so confused. <laughs> what just happened? Cocking the eggs. The hell is that coming from? I don't know. Uh, yeah, episode two, three of the break room. Welcome back. Welcome back to us and our uh, episode two language. of three of the break room. I think we've done more of those. Two so. oh three of the break room. <laughs> Rewind the show real quick. And is this go a comment? Go back and listen to the entire archive of the show, and then All go right. back to this episode. Let's find two oh three. Yeah, nice evening project. So here we are without the okay. uh, pantyhose restrictions of uh, the language filter and uh, stupid fucking episode. Unfettered and free to fuck say whatever the cunt fuck asshole shit dang. Dang, dang is reserved for thumbs. Fart we want. It's damn hell ass over here. Damn hell ass cunt shit fuck. So, Mark, do we have a question of the week this so week? So much better. We oh, so do we have a, a voicemail? We do have a voicemail. Before sure we, we get told to that, you nobody listens to this fucking mm. show. Before, <laughs> fucking people. Before we get to that, uh, you can call us 469-665-9827 or email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. Please call us. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Not one of it to hit. Is that a misfire? Jeez. <laughs> 469-665-9827. <laughs> we can go and get out of here since nobody listens anyway. Don't forget you can always subscribe God to the show. D- shut up! <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Okay. Nothing. Everybody listen to this. It's awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't promote that show over here. It does it does okay on its own. Uh, don't forget to uh, tell a friend and go to iTunes and leave us a, either a five-star review or a text review as well. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget you can subscribe to the show. All the links are at breakroom.tv. Or sext it to Mark. Or that sex, works also. Or sext me, yes. 
But coming up, uh, we have a voicemail here. Send uh, a picture of your cock and balls to him. One caller responding to another from last week. Just give us the comment. Hey, break room. It's F13. Uh, I was calling to nominate Sycophant for uh, best new caller. And then I heard that second message where he totally lost me. I think you might be a little manic depressive, buddy. I think you might need to uh, hop on uh, Professor Germanium's couch and have him give you a little psychoanalysis. <laughs> And the, okay, anyway, uh, but then he brought it back with the question about uh, about voting down on the retards. Um, so I can say specifically from experience that crazy sex is definitely the best sex, but everything else about your contact with that person will be pretty. It'll range from uh, poor at a poor experience to uh, horrible. Um, so uh, yeah, the ideal situation is uh, a crazy person that you can uh, uh, just fuck on the. You know, on the side, or just not as a uh, as a, a main uh, relationship, and then ah! run the fuck away when you are not uh, balls deep inside said person. Uh, this has been your F thirteen update today. I love me some F thirteen. Thank you, F thirteen. Even though he hates me, he so said it was I. the best episode when I wasn't there. That motherfucker. But I do love him. Did he say that was the best episode? Yeah, he did. He said everybody's a fan of me not being there, so fuck him. But I also love him. I mean, you can't blame him. I can. He knows the history of the show. I can also call him a dick, but I do love him. He's a dick, but I love him. <laughs> He's pretty great. I do. He may I, be I, our greatest, one of our greatest fans ever. He's also a great podcaster. He is great. Yes, like he is. Cinema Diabolica. Yeah. Don't forget the Cinema Diabolica. Which I also support. The newly modified so Cinema Diabolica. <laughs> CinemaDiabolica.com, which, you know, just conveniently points to PopSyndicate.net. <clears throat> it does. Cinema nah. Diabolica. It's, you know, let's not pull back the curtain. I'm pulling it back. Are you, you back? are one to talk about not I, pulling back. I've already curtains. pulled it back enough. While already, you're at it, I already talked about nobody listening to us. You don't have to pull. You don't have to do that. Go to thumbsfury.com and subscribe to that show. <laughs> you should please do. <laughs> so uh, we don't have a question of the week, but I thought maybe just very briefly we'd touch on something that Mark. You should call in with the question of the week as Mark Hudson. <laughs> should I call in right now? You should. No, no I'm not go ahead and do it. that. No. My okay. question would be, Jeez. what did you guys think of the Pixies concert that happened at Southside Ballroom Why would this past week? we know about that at Donkey all? Because I'm the only one that went. Okay, well. That doesn't make sense. A terrible well, I'm question. I'm asking the question to myself. Mark, how did the concert go with the Mark, Pixies? what's it like to have a vagina? Mark, what's it like to go see a, Pix- a Pixies concert? Thank you, Dustin. I appreciate you calling That's that in. Sure. You can call that in at 469-665-9827. And have a vagina game? asshole. And to have a giant asshole? A vagina asshole. Oh, a vagina asshole. Yeah. Well, it's convenient, you know, and it's dual function. You really have to one orifice. Let's say you have everything happen at once. Yeah, it's same it's, area. It's an in and out. I mean, really, every orifice is technically in and out. Kind of so. nasty oh, though when you think about it. Everything is technically an erotic portal if you want it to be. So <laughs> you're, you're, it's just it's really convenient. You just have to you just have to clean one place as opposed to two. So that's nice. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, Crystal and I attended the Pixie Show at the Southside Ballroom uh, this past Friday. And I didn't grow up really listening to the Pixies. I've, I've known the hits. I've never listened to one full album up until about two weeks ago. Give me a hit. Uh, Caribou. Hit him across like, the face. That's how what does that go? Caribou. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll play. You might recognize them. Man, that was awesome dual singing right there. <laughs> Wait a few seconds here for you. Let's see if you recognize this. Recognize it yet? No, not at all. What about now? It's like a bu- sounds like a bunch of distortion. And a guitar that's not quite in tune. What about now? No, not yet. How long does this go on? I live cement. I 
recognize it? Not even. Right, what about Where's My Mind? Stop. Do you recognize this song? Yeah, I do recognize Vaguely, that. Vaguely, what is this song? It sounds like a movie or something. Well, maybe, but it's off their album, Surfer Rosa. Yeah, I definitely recognize yeah, this song. Yeah, that's a big hit. Yeah. So anyways... Uh, the Bone, other one was not. Bone Machine, actually it was. No, it wasn't. Just because you don't listen to anything prior to 1990 doesn't mean it wasn't a big hit. Okay. I love how this is a big hit with you two, but that's not true at all. <sighs> it actually was a big hit, though. That's the song that made them famous. Okay. I feel Never like this song is a much bigger hit. It is. Yes, it is, because it came off their second album, yes. Okay. I mean, they, they became... I'm just saying. I just it's a bigger, bigger hit, hit because it came off their second album? Well, that's the first... That's that, they first came on the scene and got a hit with Caribou, and then what, What's in My Mind launched them kind of like the next level, and then Doolittle was really the album. I've to actually me, heard Caribou before. I was just giving I know. <laughs> Doolittle is actually, to me, their best album, and I think a lot of people <laughs> agree with me, because their first album is, is okay. Yeah. It's just the, the, the problem... It's, I have the same problem with them on all their albums. When they hit, they really hit, and when they miss, they really miss. Yeah. So, I don't care for everything they do. Crystal likes them a lot better than me, and we went because of her affinity for She likes them. the Pixies better than she likes you? She does, yes. Well, that's I'm fair sorry enough. to hear that. I mean, I understand. So, would she like to marry the <laughs> I think Pixies? most people would. She would probably marry all Frank Black, I, Kim Dill, if she was still around. Um, oh, someone from the Pixies died? No, so what happened was this past year, Kim Deal, who is, was their uh, founding bassist, um, she left the band after a long time, and they've had a very... Who was that? She was Holly Kim Deal. Oh. She was the bassist. Oh, okay. They had a very tumultuous career said. since they started, and she left the band, and they replaced her with... She's the one that... She does also does the female vocals in the band, but they replaced her with Paz Lynchenton, I think is her name. And honestly, seeing them in concert, you're not missing much. I don't know how it is on the writing front, what Kim Deal contributed there, but on the singing front, you're not missing much. Kim Haydill? Kim Haydill, yes. Okay. Puzzling like she's Chipton. just as good. Yeah, she just she did everything that Kim Deal could do easily. Oh, okay. Um, I will say that the band is so much better live than they are on their albums because they don't. A lot they don't, of bands are. They don't. I see. I find the opposite to be true. I usually oh. find that they're not as good in person as they are in the studio. Not to be very true with Naveed. <laughs> much better live. Anyways, uh, they don't rely on the. Hey, vocal- you did have good live performances. They don't rely a on the vocal band, tricks. See, that's the thing. A lot of bands do are a lot better live because they can add they can add pulling the crowd in in ways that an album. Well, can't. I, would you I agree with that on Our Lady Peace? Something that we've both seen. Absolutely. Well, again, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly into that band. Other well, than our last album, me too. Album, other than so the last it's, one, it's really easy. Yeah, they also do. I mean, there's just so many things that they can do to pull a crowd in, like. If they're a popular band, like well, sure. n- not the most popular band, but they're oh, a popular, with us, they, were popular. they have a cult following, sure, and they can stop singing a chorus and let the crowd sing it. It's moments like that that just define live performances. Well, I wouldn't I even say that that happened in this case. I, I find it the opposite generally be true because they can become a lot more polished in the studio than they if are. If they're really good, though, they're really good. That's live. they are because they can suck. I know, they can be shitty live and good on an album, and that sucks. See, I would say like the Chili Peppers, for instance. They always suck okay, live. And he they're... can't sing live. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. I've, I've found Do a lot of... Do you go to a lot was... of Chili Peppers concerts? I think it was horrible at can the you Super just... Bowl. The, the performance... No, I haven't been to concerts, but I've seen concerts of theirs on TV and sure, stuff. Sure, I'm, I'm just saying... I the Super Bowl performance was horrible. By them, I, the I, little it wasn't bit great. that they did. I mean, it was I thought, okay. Okay, wait. Well, he's I also we were 60 talking now. about bands we like. Are you a Chili Peppers fan? I'm not a massive, but I'm saying I'm giving an example. I like them. Sure, I'm, I'm giving you an they're example. They're a good example. I'm of giving you an example. Life. Yes, I found that the Foo Fighters. The con- I've never been to one in person, but the Man. concerts I've seen on I TV would say and stuff, I like, they're not good. Life. I would like. I like Chili Peppers. I'm not yeah, like I a like mega them. fan, but I like them. Like if it was a really cheap ticket, I would probably see them. To be honest, 
But you know, there's I, I have found bands that are that a lot of bands that are, it's actually they, because they have a, that studio. Do you not tricks. like Chili Peppers at all? They're okay. I don't think Anthony Kiedis can save live, sing live, so okay, I don't well, care to see them ever. Okay, well, there's a good example then. Yeah. And especially when it comes to rap, rap. Oh my god, rap! You don't even need to have a concert. Most rap acts are horrible live. I have, I couldn't say. I'll, I'll, I mean, if you I ever watch, either, I'm not going to argue. So if you ever watch like, like any can... Kanye's performances on like Saturday Night Live or uh, stuff I've seen on YouTube from yeah. like Coachella or whatever, horrible. Like it just doesn't. It, for whatever reason, you need that studio. They need those studio crutch to really pull off a. a the break room should send Tom's to Coachella this year. It's pretty. It's a pretty big event. <laughs> Why don't we send the break room? If to Coachella? the break room sends me, I'll go. <laughs> um. Anyways, there's so a camp out there though. What I like about the Pixies is they get away from the. Okay. All right. I feel like they forced the garage sound of being off mic, which they rely on so many times on their album. When they are really like full-bodied sound, full-bodied vocal, they're really, really good. And they rely on that off mic sound too much, and it really annoys me. But here, it was all... Frank Black is always on the mic, and really you, going at it. Do you remember the band... I'm trying... I was going to look it up, but my computer's slow as fuck. Do you remember the band that <laughs> uh, was featured in Juno that... Uh, the guy from Arrested Development, can't think of it, mm. Jason Bateman, was trying to push on her and say they had such a great no, sound and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, the Juno band. No. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say it's another example of that, but I can't think of the fucking name of the band. The Traveling Wilburys? No clue. No, it wasn't. I haven't seen that the since Sorrells. it came out. So it, it, Okay, go ahead. Maybe I'll find, it'll pull up by the time you Ellen get it. It's not really that big a deal. <laughs> it is. Uh, anyways, I really... The I band was, from... Yeah freaking streets of fire so i will say what yeah. <laughs> we got there we got to the Southside ballroom right as we were able to get there right as they started playing bone machine which is the first where? song uh it's in south dallas not south Who dallas but it's for in him. downtown so you uh, obviously best, didn't see him best coast i didn't really i never got i didn't get a good review from anybody that i asked about them so i chose we chose not to go to that um because we were coming after work so we were where are you <laughs> yes <laughs> we don't need to know about that <clears throat> anyways we Congrats. got there right as they started with bone machine and uh we were there for about an hour and a half of their concert and we decided that Southside ballroom is such a piece of shit and it's such hell getting in and out of that place we would leave early they were playing from tour reviews i read earlier like two hour shows which for a 40 dollar <laughs> ticket is a really good value sure you know most bands will play maybe an hour if you're lucky and then come back out for an encore. So we paid we like double that to go to Muse, and they were like in and out in an hour and a half. Yeah, pat. Yeah. So it was. I'm glad they did that. We didn't stay for the entire thing because we didn't want to deal with all that mess. Um, but we got an hour and a half, and they played a lot of the hits, and they were really good. Now, Sonic Youth. That's Sonic, the band I was thinking. Oh, Sonic of. Youth. Okay. Another overrated band. That. Terrible. I think they're fucking terrible. I can't say hipsters it. fucking love them, and I can't stand terrible. them. Terrible. I can't yeah. say I've listened to a lot of their stuff. So yeah. I know. You know, probably the hits, but okay. Well, but at any rate, defend the hipster. If you'd like, I, I like the I like the good. Pixies. I I will say that their their first uh, or their latest EP EP two is their best thing they've done since '89 with Doolittle, and it, it's only four songs, unlike their other you know, thirteen plus track albums. But right, I really like. It doesn't rely on vocal tricks. It's just a straight ahead album. I really like it. Southside Ballroom, however, I never want to go to the concert there again. That's the Where second time. We just talked about this. It's oh, in Dallas. my bad. <laughs> Where in Dallas? I don't know exactly. It's on. It's near Lamar. At any rate, I've been there one other time for a Manchester Orchestra concert, and I hated it then. I was I was only able to get really? side stage. Here's were the they pro- bad live? No, man. They were, they were fine. It's the fact that it's the venue itself. So this venue is maybe it's considered a small venue, but it's probably fifty yards wide, 18. and maybe a hundred yards, maybe 16. maybe seventy five yards deep. Sixteen. Okay. And there were so many people there. The problem is that everything is Two. GA. There's there are no seats. And 
Nice. And when you're, I like the use of GA. You right? You like that? You like the big? <laughs> that means general admission for right. you guys who that, don't. That's an indie hipster talk. term. Yeah. Uh, it's Such a fucking hipster scene. over there. At any rate, everything is GA, but the problem is still if, means general admission. <laughs> if you're not, if you're an average human, average-sized human, uh, yeah. you're going to have trouble seeing because the floor doesn't slope. It's all the same level. In fairness, you're not an average-sized human. You're, you're like tall taller bastard. than normal. Am you I? Are. At 5'11"? Yes, you're you pretty are. much Dude, giant. You are. Well, anyways, even I had trouble seeing. I don't give a fucking my, ass. My view of the concert the entire, most of the time was a post. Because they have, they have all these posts. It's, it's such a large was open room. Was it a sexy post? It was a sexy post. I saw the post and the drummer. <laughs> I, I, laved the, I laved, left <laughs> the view of Frank Black to Crystal. But at one point, this... I don't Swallow a shit like it. Uh, at one point, this girl comes. She was like four Whoa, nine. Really? Four, she was four nine. <laughs> what kind of concert she was that? There. <laughs> she comes out of nowhere. She's wearing black. She's Hispanic, and she's four nine. And she's all of a sudden like right in front of me, pushing me out of the way. I'm like, how? Why are you at this concert? You can't see above anyone's butt here. Did you sing bitty bitty bomp bomp to her just because she's Hispanic? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Anyway, Southside Lamar. I figured something Marcus would do. Oh, uh, we spent the first thirty minutes in line trying to get a drink. That's the other thing. That I hate that place. I won't. I don't ever want to see a concert there again. I can. I have a hard time imagining Mexican, any scenario in which I want to go back. What if flogging Molly were to go there, did? dude? I would have such a hard time doing that. It's, but you would go. You'd be like, ah, flogging okay. Molly. I don't know, man. Tickets are hundred and forty dollars. I wouldn't go for hundred. But I'm going. Yes, you. They're would. considerably cheaper at House of Blues <laughs> and a much better venue. So, well, that is a better venue. Yeah, much better. House of venue. Blues, where I. Saw Naveed for the last time. That's true. That's a good point. It was awesome there, too. Weeks, weeks after we saw Our Lady Peace there for the last time. Yeah, but I'm just saying, that's the last thing I remember seeing there was was Naveed. Uh, we saw Fiverr in there not that long ago. Yeah, we did see Fiverr in there. Yeah, true. And I'll be seeing Vlogging Molly there later this month. Pow. There you go. Should be interesting. That is yeah, a pow. should. And with no GA, with fancy reserve seats. <laughs> <laughs> As an old man, I never want to do what GA do they again. Do? They put set up chairs in the, no, on the floor? The balcony at House of Blues has reserve seats. Okay, yes, but I thought you were saying there was no GA. No, no, I'm saying I don't ever want to do GA. Uh, just a yes. teaser. I will be giving a concert review of old 97s uh, mid-April or so. Wow. Because they have a... Well, should I have been invited to this concert? It's all GA at the, a, the AT&T uh, you know, PAC. It would have been nice if anybody got the invite. Did everybody want to go? I didn't know Nobody everybody liked old 97s. You didn't even ask. We never Do you guys want to go? Because it's just general admission. doesn't well, now matter. We've, now we've been shut out, so I don't know. We could all now, go if you guys want to well, go. You've already reserved your seats. Yeah, so. yeah. And the grass. Anybody can sit in the grass. So. Maybe we can get another... If you guys want to go, come on. Maybe we'll bring Zed along and get another Zed urinates in his <laughs> pants story. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully he just builds up and just is on the edge of pissing right when he gets there, so he just pees all over. <laughs> I'll continue to buy him beers. So he just pees he'll... as he walks in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so I guess we should get to the main part of the show, which we are should going we? to finally uh, swing wide the doors of the Double Dead Hall of Fame once again and issue in some new candidates. I want you maybe. to use the biggest maybe, probe you can find. Maybe nobody will get in. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. The Break Room on the Breakout Media Network. Are you serious? Oh, fuck you, you love me, faggot. Broadway star Shelley Bruce for Color Track by RCA. As Orphan Annie, my curls are auburn, my dress is bright red, and my dog is Sandy Brown. If these colors don't look right, see the 1979 Color Track. Getting the color right is what it's all about. 
And now, with channel lock tuning, it tracks the color more automatically than ever. Before you see the color, the color track system grabs it, aligns it, defines it, sharpens it, tones it, and locks the color on track. RCA is making television better and better. Pop Syndicate is looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. Popsyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. Get ready for a toothpaste that tastes so great, kids will rush to brush. New Crest for Kids, with a flavor that's so different, some kids call it... Very delicious. Very, 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 very banana, banana, very big, no matter what they call it, they'll rush the brush. And while they're enjoying the flavor, they'll be biting cavities too. Bubble New Crest for Kids. It tastes so great, they'll rush the brush. Coming up on episode 22 of Thumbs of Fury, we will tear down Rise of an Empire, the sequel to 300. Plus, all our normal TV reviews of House of Cards, Justified. True Detective. True Detective. And maybe Walking Dead. Maybe Walking Dead. Maybe. That's a scam, maybe. If we get to it. You can find everything related to the show at thumbsofury.com. Don't forget, you can find us and uh, subscribe to the show at iTunes, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, and other things. That's how. All over the place. Find it on the internet. Out, go out. Stop the show. It's time for the Break Room's Double Dead Hall of Fame. It's time for the Break Room's Double Dead Hall of Fame. Hi, Billy Mays here for... Into the vagina and out the ass. Oh my goodness, hello. Hey everybody. Hello. <laughs> it's the Break Room's Double Dead Hall of Fame here. That's right. We're all a little drunk. A special uh, double themed uh, Not me. Intro. You are. Sorry, it was just uh, you don't have the most I'm up-to-date I'm stone theme, so. sober. No, you're, you're stone, not. Stone, stone, stone. Bullshit. <laughs> Stone, stone. Much like a. Uh, but are you serious? Philip Seymour Hoffman, you are high in uh, oh, benzodiazepines. Not that, and I'm not going uppers and downers. Why do you have to go to that point? Why do you want me to that's die? That's where he is. I'm not saying you're going to die. You're much younger. That's what you're wanting. You're much more healthy. So I can have heroin for another 10 years? You're always I working die? on the blow. <laughs> yeah. Say, yes. <laughs> okay. To all cops listening, there is no heroin here. There is not. It's, it's all in Dustin's alcohol. It's all in Dustin's system. That's why he's <laughs> not here. And I shed it into Marcus's system. You shed it? Shed it. So this is well, gotta, a human centipede. We got a into human you. centipede action going on. Exactly. That somehow I'm still. <laughs> I'm not sure you can shat out heroin. <laughs> well, you should. You should examine. I, I the don't shat. know. Maybe you should try it. Let's find out. Try well, it into Dustin's this, mouth. Let Marcus baby bird it into you. After I did it into him. You can shit it into Dustin's a hole. This is the worst. Why? You can like reverse play doh it into his butt. It a roach reverse play-doh it you know like his butt when you're get the little play-doh squeezer and it's coming out like it's poop coming at your butthole you can reverse play-doh it I don't know what he's talking about you know exactly what I'm talking about I have no idea everybody he's too full of heroin to even know what he's talking about (laughs) I'm not too full of your heroin I haven't gotten you haven't baby birded it yet no I shat it into you it's different than baby birding well whatever you've not done any of that it's still stone cold sober alright into the double dead are we in the double dead go ahead break room is that the official? Let's go break room. Go, I'm the break room now. No, you're not. Stop he saying just said, that. Go break room. <laughs> Looking at me. <laughs> the break it. room is a triumvirate. It's the Mark Hudson show. Let's go, Mark Hudson. All right. Well, let's start off in January. The last time we did a uh, double dead Hall of Fame was January 10th. The most notable really? personality. Man, oh, wow. we go so long without doing that. I we mean, do, but we let him build up. We like this to. Is the Mark we're Hudson the show. tantric double dead Hall of Fame. 
We like to let them build up, so. Don't release heroin in your mouth. Right, exactly. That's how we climax. <laughs> For anuses. Yeah, shit exactly. into your mouth. <laughs> Me and Thomas are going to double heroin you pretty soon. <laughs> so let's start it off with folk singer. What's happening? Pete, Se- Pete Seeger. Who died, <laughs> Can we ever know? Who died at 94. My he diary had, uh, of naked ass. Flit, uh, flits. He had hits like, Where Have All the Flowers Gone? It flits like that? Flits like that? If Where I had a hammer. Have all the flowers turn, turn, gone. turn. That's exactly what I was thinking. What's his name again? <laughs> Pete Seeger. Oh. Popular, he popularized wasn't he with the... Uh, he was with a famous band, right? Other than Pete uh, Seeger. His real name Other is Dan that? Hunter. Uh, sure. I Chicago don't or something like that? You're thinking of Bob Seeger. 25. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of Bob Seeger. That is also not Pete Seeger. Sorry. No, he did. Oh, we're talking about Chicago. He, he was a That's big. Peter Cetera, dude. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. God. He You're the one who said it was Pete Seeger, <clears throat> not me. I just thought it was somebody else, not the lead singer of Chicago. Bend over. This is Pete Seeger. He was a big civil rights really, uh, really, activist. Really, 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 really quiet. Really, it's, it's really weird like, that you're. Here, crank it up a little <laughs> Sorry about that. Which way turns this up? Because it's not doing anything. How old was he? He was 94. Wow. Man. You are one pathetic loser. Is he the father of Bob Seger? I don't believe that's true, no. I would have have to do some more research on that. That's not very confident. Let's wait and let you do that. I'll have to contact the Breaker News Division to find out. We'll find out on that. We can wait. Is this like a hit? Anyways, no. Uh, he also. He How many was, more external audio cards do you think you might need to actually just have everything operate properly? Uh, he also popularized the song We Shall Overcome during the 60s Civil Rights Movement and uh, was a big player. And We Shall Be Free by Garth Brooks? Yes, and We Shall Be Free. And Standing Outside the Fire. <laughs> this is uh, Where Did All the Flowers Gone? flowers gone long time passing somebody else did this where song that made it more famous than where this. have all the flowers gone no somebody else did this song though no. in this okay, bird in this way already did that i think you're thinking of counting flowers where on the wall no somebody else did this song in a different way um, i'm gonna say no he also said uh, he also did Turn, Turn, Turn before the Mamas and the Papas did it. Really? And the Birds did it, too. And the Birds, yeah. Okay, that's a good song. Was it the Mamas and the Papas that did that? Or was it, I'm thinking of The Birds else. did it. I know, but didn't the Mamas and the Papas? I don't think no. so. I think it was just the Birds. Was it just the Birds? It was one okay. or the other. Sorry. It was not both of them. Okay. Anyways. I know it was the Birds for sure, so big, I'm pretty sure it was just them. Just based on that, I'm going to say Ian, because he's a big folk influence. Of you? No, just in general. He's oh, a big okay. folk influence. I don't, I'm not overly familiar with his career, so, but I'm, I'm going to say, say no. So that's, that's two, my vote. That's, yep. Two knows. Pete Seeger, you are out. Of You've been shut out the Hall of Fame. What's of his name again? Pete Seeger. That You've was his name. Into the vagina. His name was Pete Seeger. I thought I messed that. Thomas. Up. His name is Pete Seeger. My bad. Pete Seeger. What's his name? Pete Seeger. Oh. How old was he? Ninety four. Ninety four years Man. old. So let's move on to one Philip Seymour he Hoffman. Was a, he was an old motherfucker. He was an old motherfucker. <laughs> Died at forty six. And they announced today, or no, sorry, late last week, that his actual cause of death, 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 only had one death, death was cause of death. A combination. He overdosed, overdosed on a combination of heroin, cocaine, benzodiazepines, and amphetamines. Wow. So he was taking uppers, downers. 
Um, ah! and, any, oh, yeah, marijuana was in there as well. Without any further discussion, for the role that he played in the audio you're about to play, he's in. Which audio would that be? Uh, the audio, there was plenty of audio from the movie Along Came Oh, Polly. sorry, we were trying to bang an Indian. How about the, uh, how about the audio we had in... Uh, Happiness, or the audio we had in <laughs> Hunger Games. He was great in lots and lots. The of audio things. we had in uh, Before the Neville, the Neville, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. <laughs> we didn't pull. All he's that, one so. of my Before absolute... the Devil Knows You're Dead. That's a good movie. I'm yeah. just saying he's done a ton. Of he's one of Mission Impossible oh, Four. Or he's the audio we had three. in Capote. Three. Excuse me. He's one of the greatest. Let like, it ride. I actually haven't seen Capote. Man, Capote's maybe his best one. But I he's one of Capote the either. greatest. Really? Neither one of you. Usually, no. you guys not are into lead movies. Have you ever seen that? Oh my god. And into Philip Seymour Hoffman. I, I'm just no, kind of surprised, to be I honest. That's it. all. I'm not really actually ragging you. I'm, I'm sorry. just surprised. But he was really damn good in that. Well, that's what they recognized him as on the Oscars last night. Yeah. Like, actor I don't, Capote. I don't blame him. So, I don't blame him doing that. Cause Let that was, it rain. Yeah, I need to watch it sometime. <laughs> damn it. Okay, we got it. <laughs> yeah, the, but, We're uh, not KTCK. You don't have to keep Which is funny because the, that piece of audio, it's funny that you play that one because the Shart audio is like the greatest yeah, from that movie. Yes, he was great in Along Came Polly, but you're talking about he's overall. He's been great in a he, lot of he things. He was great in everything he did. He was great in everything. I mean, he, the first time I saw him at Patch Adams, he was great in that. I would say he before so the Neville, in everything. before the Devil. I don't know. I keep <laughs> saying Neville. Before the Devil he's knows you're dead. Harry Potter and uh, and uh, Capote are by yeah. far those and are his like really premier roles. As an unlikely villain in MI3, like who would oh, think? Who would have thought that you know? Somebody, like, uh, of what he played up until that point would be such a great villain for sure. MI3. And he was great. He was. So great. great. So understated, yeah. He was good in most everything. He was one of my favorite not usually lead actors. Actors. He was great. Yeah, he There's was. a couple of the things I can't even think of right now. Yeah. I don't he, know he did Well, right Big Lebowski, region, but... of course. Almost famous. Oh, of course. Uh, Capote, MI3, Long King Polly. Uh, Do you have a list of his stuff up? New York. Uh, no, I don't. Right, that's all from memory. Head. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had a few things I wrote down, but... Uh, very, very, very sad. Absolutely in. Yeah, he is... I keep hearing Happiness is great. I haven't actually yeah, seen Yeah, I haven't that. seen Happiness. And he actually directed his first film two years ago, <clears throat> and then, unfortunately... Well, he's also passed. in some new Showtime show that I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they're like shutting that. that down. Oh, are they? Are they going to release Jeez. what he... Are they going to release what he did uh, It's all that baby birding. It's just getting to me. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think they're... I don't, I'd be surprised. They probably... I would think they're going to... Re- Probably recast and reshoot that. Um, he does have. To a my co- understanding, he finished out the Hunger Games, though. Yeah, he like filmed, they'll kind of like edit him in. Yeah, some parts. Of the I last think he one. had filmed most of his scenes for that, so yeah. they'll probably be fine. I think they had one more movie past that coming out, but uh, yeah, two flaming thumbs up on him getting into the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Okay, there's no thumbs oh, here. <laughs> he's either thumb. in or he's not. No, Charlie okay. Wilson's War he was in. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was great in Charlie Wilson's War as the CIA agent. Moneyball. I'm sure a lot of people know yeah, Moneyball. Money I didn't Neither see that either, I. but I just I know it was a big hit. He was great in everything. I mean, he's just one of those actors that is just the Savages. That was a great movie too. If you guys haven't seen, yeah, that. I haven't seen that. The Savages. And, yeah, the Savages. I haven't seen that one. It was I've John seen Savage. Savages. Uh, there was an issue with his father and him and his sister dealing with it, and I think his sister maybe Laura Liddy in that. Oh, I, I guess I wasn't thinking of the same movie. But um, yeah, th- that's a pretty good one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I Pirate mean, Radio. I never saw the Invention of Lying. I don't remember. Pirate being Radio in. is supposed to be pretty good. I've never seen that. Invention of Lying yeah. was not a good movie. No, it wasn't. But he made. He was probably great. I thought it was okay. Uh, yeah, it was okay. So Dustin, oh Red Dragon, he was good in. Too. Yeah, he was good in that. Dustin, what do you say? In or out? Uh, it's not even a remote question. <laughs> He's definitely in. I don't think there'll be much of a question for the next person either. 
That is one Harold Ramis, who died at 69 after suffering complications in his second relapse from an autoimmune disease called inflammatory vasculitis. And the first time he got this from an infection, he lost the ability to walk, which is insane. He had to relearn how to walk. He relapsed two more times, then ultimately he died uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, he was the head writer of SCTV, which I loved back when I was a kid. Actually, back when I was a kid, I watched SCTV more than I did Saturday Night Live. What is that? It was Second City, which is an improv group out of Chicago. With your homemade barbecue sauce, just so I bring it exactly. up again. Exactly. Of okay. course. Yes. After that, I, before that, I watched Dukes of Hazard and followed what up with SCTV. A dick. <laughs> I know. That's um, me. But, uh, yeah, he was the head writer of SCTV, which it was basically... <clears throat> I don't like, remember that. I never it, even heard of it Joe before. Flaherty, it was... You, uh, John Candy came out of that group. Um, a lot of the same people that kind of crossed over in some of the Saturday Night Live world. That, that you saw did in not some of those. maintain, obviously, as well as Saturday Night Live did? Uh, no, no. It, it was firmly an 80s show. Um, John Belushi came out of SCTV. Or at least <laughs> John Second Belushi City. was on Saturday Night Live, too. So Yeah, no, he came out of Second City. He did not go to SCTV. Sorry. Rick Moranis was in SCTV. Um Anyways, he was Where a head he writer of SCTV. learned to shrink the kids. Exactly. That's all he ever did in any of his movies was shrink. <laughs> uh, he wrote and directed Caddyshack. Then became a, a D-head and, well, I guess I can say on here, a dickhead yeah. in Streets of Fire. Um, he wrote and directed Caddyshack and Groundhog Day, which that I just saw yesterday. before shrinking the kids. <laughs> uh, he co-wrote Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Not that he didn't have his miss, misses, because uh, Ghostbusters 2, not a great movie. Um, I don't dislike it as much. I don't as you dis- do. No, I, I don't dislike fine. it. I just think it's compared. You compare it to the first one; it's not as great. Um, he also wrote Meatballs, Stripes, Back to School, Caddyshack Two. Yeah, Stripes is a good one too. Caddyshack Two. Well, I haven't seen Caddyshack or Caddyshack Two. I haven't so seen Caddyshack. So another one. That's one we all need to reevaluate. Then. Another or, or evaluate, not reevaluate. Yeah, there you go. Caddyshack Two, not a great movie. That's the only one I ever saw because it was always on Comedy Central in USA back in the day. You say that, but we'll see. Analyze this and analyze that. Uh, Those were not bad movies either. I like the first one. I don't remember the second one. Yeah, I don't remember analyst that. Anyways, very prolific guy. Um, I heard a story that he, once he got to Second City, he came up against uh, John Belushi in a skit, and he quickly realized he was not John Belushi. Sort of thing he did against him. And so he decided that he was just going to be more of the straight character and uh, more of a writer and director type, and as whereas he thought himself a leading man before. But uh, he was the gay kid. By all accounts, he's a very nice guy. He's going to be the straight man. He's going to be the straight man, yeah. So, so the gay kid, yes. <laughs> so anyways, Thomas, what he do you say? the gay kid. Yes, for Stripes. Absolutely. Just for Stripes? You wouldn't put him in for Ghostbusters? I mean, or? yeah, those things too. Let me old school Thomas at first. I'll go ahead and say he's in for Ghostbusters. Was it old school? I just did it. You used to do that all the time. Oh, did I? It's rare now. I'm also going to say that Harold Ramis is in. Goes into the writer-director... Multi-hyphenate wing. The anus? No, not the anus. Oh, oh he doesn't. No, Pete Seeger will shout out the anus. <laughs> He's right. Okay, it's not this the is anus. one I think will be a surprise for Thomas, but I think he'll be very upset. Dying in late February, I think on the 26th, was one Star Wars writer, Aaron Alston. Did you hear about this? I did hear about this. Yes. I did not hear about this. I did hear about this. My mother told me did about it. Did you hear it. about wow. this? Did you hear about this, Dustin? I did not. Have we any of us heard about this? I heard about it from my mom. Really? How did your How did your mom know? She heard it somewhere. I don't no. remember. I had not heard about this. But she was like, "Some Star Wars person died the other day. Do you know about that?" I was like, I "Have no idea." What I was really about? surprised when I came across this on Wikipedia. I heard about it from Thomas's mom too. It was weird. <laughs> it's weird. She texted me about it. Yeah, he died um, while he was at a at VisionCon in Missouri, and he was 53 years old. Died of a massive heart failure. And Apparently, who is he from the masses. 
he was a he introduced the Wraith Squadron to the Star Wars universe, which was a subdivision of Rogue Squadron, and uh, wrote a lot of Star Wars books. Very prolific. Also wrote uh, wrote and designed a lot of role playing games. I'm not talking about the same person you are. Aaron Alston, is that what you said? Yeah, and that am I thinking of the wrong? Holy crap! No, Just you're for right. The he entered. Yeah, you're right. Uh, my mother sent me somebody else that did died from. Oh, okay. Where it, right, it was partial to writing of Empire Strikes Back or something. Oh, like okay. That. Yeah, no, this was Aaron Alston. Confused. No, creator, I didn't even know he died. Creator of Wraith Squadron. Yeah, died at uh, 53 years old. Massive heart failure. He'd already had a heart attack back in 2010. And then uh, while he was at that. this con a couple weeks ago, he died. And while he was on, like... While he was at a con. But are you serious? Con, yeah. But are you serious? Died at the uh, Are you serious? Really, really good author. He wrote Wraith Squadron. He also wrote a third of the recent books where Jason becomes evil. He wrote a third yeah. of that series. Voorhees? Right. Yes, Jason Voorhees. No. Jason Solo, believe it or not. Which I didn't like the that story. Look, I didn't either. Um, but he's still a good writer. I'm okay with... Yeah, he was a good writer. I'm okay with the fact that he became evil. Is. I'm really, Jason Solo. I, I really hate that they that completely like voided kid? out. Yeah. Well, I'm not even going to talk about that because nobody cares. But yeah, Hans. It's very, I don't know. One of Hans. It's very kids. sad, dude. I'm going to knife you here in a minute. <laughs> it's just that's very sad. I, I actually had no idea. Yeah. And absolutely, that guy is in the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Yeah, I also will say he's in. So he's going to say no. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Olsen. I don't know who the fuck that is, so no. Yeah, yes. Aaron, Aaron Olsen. Good writer. He will be missed in that universe. Although, apparently, I think everybody's going to be missed. I will miss him. Disney is probably going to just blow up that universe and say it never existed. So Excellent. Now, lastly. Yeah, they are dickheads. Dying at the age of 69 so, episodes. So, before what? you before you jump to that, are you going to be able to be okay with Disney just blowing up that universe and yes. starting the whole thing over? I'm going to have to I'm be. not talking to you. <laughs> I'm going to have to be. I mean, I know I'm not because... If they could do like Star Trek and say it was an alternate universe, like an alternate dimension, I'd be okay. Like because that's what Star Trek. They're did probably not going to be, be okay able to anyway. do that though. No, because both they... of you guys will watch it and you'll be okay with it. No, I'll, no I'll one watch says it. we won't watch, watch it. it. That's all I'm saying. But I can still be. But there's a lot of hours and a lot of time invested on this side of the table with yeah. Star Wars fiction, the hours. continuing story of everything that happens after the it's, movies. It is, and it before is maddening because it has always been canon up until now. It's been and huge. It's been, canon? That's one of the yes. things that they've done above Star Trek, right? Yeah, that's one that of the good things have, about them. That, that that everything had to be submitted to LucasArts and approved so that yeah. there wasn't conflicting storylines. I mean, everything video, was, video games tied in with comics and with everything. books. Everything. Why? Uh, everything. That's one of the things that LucasArts did so well. well. Yeah, yeah yes, that was actually everything tied, tied yeah. in. Well, it didn't tie into the story, but then oh, okay. we didn't have anything that asking. far back. Yeah, so okay. that was the story back then. Yeah, that was so, one of the... Yeah. That is a movie series that needs to be made. Absolutely. Well, that's what I'm saying. Be awesome. It's frustrating that we've got, you know, over 30 years worth of material, including the original Kitty books, yes. chapter books, back in the day. They're all considered part of canon. Meow, meow. And, and Disney is going to come in and likely wipe all those out and say, no, we're starting here. You don't know for sure, though. No, we don't, because we, we haven't had an official announcement. But that's the likely thought. Is we, do. They will. I, we do. We do. Talk only to Mickey Mouse to about it. it. They brought back the original actors to do this. Mm-hmm. The only way they do that is to play a piece of the storyline as it exists which they're not they've already said they haven't told they told J.J. Abrams he doesn't have to abide by the universe that's created he's not going to I think if he were smart he would and just say look we could start with the Yuzhen Vong War because they would be the appropriate ages if they did that I would yeah. shat myself. Seriously, but that, that, would, that would be amazing. I mean, or some, or maybe something after that. But they, those actors would be the appropriate ages to play those roles. Yes, they would. And you could just—you don't have to spend time <clears> on <throat> the Jason and Jaina as kids, or or yes. Anakin too. 
you just have to say, here they are. They exist. Um, and, you know, go read books for the rest of the details. And they have, <gasps> they can have a whole new story. But I don't think they're going to do that. Though. I don't think they will either. Sadly. I think they're, it's maddening. They probably just want to base it on the movies, and that's it. I know. I'm they don't just really saying, give a shit about anything else that happened. I understand that. I'm just saying it's maddening from a fan's point of view. To invest but all a that casual time. fan like me, I could see them doing that, and then somebody that hasn't read all that stuff be like, all right, this is fine. But yes, I understand guys like you that have been yeah. way into it. Right. Uh, should they treat you guys like shit? Probably not, but they probably will. Yeah. You know, they'll, probably just, go I, with it. they'll probably just go with it as I'm it just is saying, after the movie. I think they have... So shitty. I think they have just as much to gain from continuing <clears throat> the story as is as they do from... They might, though. You never they know. They might. They might. We don't know because yeah, nobody's seen anything. That's what I'm saying. But uh, they How did... about before you get all heated? Let's just see what well, they do. See what J.J. Abrams They have book. given him permission not to use the universe. You know you universe. love J.J. Abrams. He's like He's like your man crush of directors or whatever. But Dustin, this show is about nerd rage. Oh, one of our you did issue my points. name there, so you're getting serious. This is about nerd rage. Sorry. And my apologies. I'm, I'm a nerd and I will rage. Go so. ahead and rage. Uh, anyways. I don't know. Was that serious? By the we'll way. We'll see you in there. We've, we've kind of <laughs> ciphered off onto a different yeah. topic, but yes, that's something we I can talk off? about for hours. Diverted? Siphoned? Okay. Diverted? Sure. Turned left? All right. Go right. ahead. Made a U-turn. Fuck you. By the way, Who else is dead? did you see that the, well, the bad guy in the next Star Wars is going to be some guy from Girls? The HBO show Girls? That's the, a theory. The movie? No, it's actually it was confirmed casting. He's going to be some evil well, figure. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, some, that's just the actor. It's not going to be bad guy from Girls. Well, it's just the guy that acts that would Girls. Be, that would be really weird. <laughs> some I would fa- take serious issue with Star Wars. If, he's not a bad actor. I know you hate yeah, Girls, but I'm he's not saying, a bad actor. I'm just saying he was some horse-faced guy from Girls. So Okay, well, still, he can Maybe be good Maybe he makes a convincing bad guy. Maybe he's gonna just because you hate girls doesn't mean maybe he's, he's gonna, gonna be play bad. Uh, bad horse from uh, uh, Doctor <laughs> Evil. They're Doctor Horrible. Sorry, Doctor Evil. I think he can make a good bad guy from the we'll limited l- limited exposure. <laughs> We've I've had to diverted girls. a little bit too long. Nah, so. Thomas, go watch all of Girls, and then you let me know. Watch all all the seasons. Is that HBO? Yeah, I will watch that. There you go. Horse At least fucker. The first episode. It's not bad. Wow. Like Marcus says, you're really into it. Saying it's not bad is really into it? Okay. I just said I wasn't in the first episode. You just said it's the most amazing show you've ever seen. No, I did not. Have you ever dreamt of giving birth to a Neanderthal baby? I have. So but let's get to our, our final show. candidate for the Double Dead Hall of Fame. And that, uh, unfortunately, as I found out by text a few days ago. That, by sext. Yeah, well, yeah, sext. Yeah, that's true. That's um, all you receive. I found out, unfortunately, I got the news early Monday morning. That our former, now former sister show, The Hobo Shack, is no more. And indeed, the corresponding account, X Hobosexual X, is now dead as well. All of the above. Nate's. Hobo Shack, Hobosexual. Yeah. Horse Man Baby. Nate's, is Nate dead? No, Nate is, Nate is alive. Okay. Um, basically, from what he told me, is that the show was interfering too much in his life. And, uh, fair you enough. know, he's got a baby. And I'm sure that's, aside from your normal daily life, job, love life, etc., adding a baby into that mix is not easy, as we know with our own Chopper Dave, that uh, it requires a significant time commitment. Chopper yeah. Dave kept his Twitter account alive. True. True. Don't be a dick. I mean, maybe... Chopper Dave hadn't built it up with thousands of followers... Almost. I mean, it was... A, it... That were used to him texting, or uh, like, tweeting Sexing. every 10, five minutes followers. of every day. I mean, it was it was a total shock because he put out yeah. his last episode and no description. It was just out there. 
And uh, no, like that goodbye was it. or anything. Yeah, no goodbye or anything. That and, guy. Uh, that was it. His account was gone. He has vanished mm. into the internet ether, never to be heard from again. That's maybe. a shame. It is. Nate will be missed. Yeah. The ether, like the, the ether, like the bad guy from uh, <clears throat> Thor Two. I don't know what you're talking about, but hopefully that at least calls exist. back in. That's that's my thing. Yeah, I asked That'd him. That'd be if he, nice if, asked, he, if you give us a call. I asked him if he'd be on. You know, he still he can still be a super fan and not do his own show. True, and we had him on the show a few times. Oh and yeah, regardless of that, it sucks that he's yeah, had sucks. to cancel his. But regardless show. of that, he can still be a super. Fan. Okay. Sure, he and he said you he could be a dick for like half a second. <laughs> he said one of his texts was, "I'm still your number one fan." Excellent, and uh, which I love yes, it. that's important. But and he it's will the important. most important. He will be on the show again. I asked him if I said, "Can you still come on the show once in a while?" And he said, "Yeah, but down the line." So I guess sure. he's got to, you know, reconfigure his of life. Of course. And let him deal with what he has to deal with I first. demand that he be on next week, but, you know, unfortunately that's not going to happen. <laughs> he said, I don't listen to your demands, motherfucker. Yeah. So are we voting on the homo I ain't going to lie. Here? I blew a nut in that horse. <laughs> I think we have to, uh, yeah, I think we have to vote uh, whether or not the hobo shack will be sliding gently through those Britney Okay. Labia well, I vote and into the podcaster hall. Absolutely. Show, Two flaming show, thumbs show. up. If you're not white and over 50 <laughs> years old, I hate your guts. Okay, if anybody on this panel votes against one of our sister podcasts. Fuck Bonanza. You, see, you deserve to be. You fucked her? He gets a flaming th- thumb up into the double dead hall. Absolutely. Thing. Run up his asshole. Hey guys, it's Nate. Uh, <laughs> Calling to say I really love Mark. Yeah, I think there's no question. Uh, his show will be missed, and uh, we, we, you know, I miss him already. It's very sad. It is sad, and it's uh, it sucks. It came down to this, but and uh, we have said over the course of the day multiple times, <laughs> it's kind of hard to believe there's no more Twitter yeah. homosexual. That's yeah, just, that's really weird. It's hard to believe. I feel yeah. like my life is empty. He was a, especially one of the more prolific tweeters out there. So. Absolutely, it's a, it's like there's a, a vacuum in space. I'm gonna have to lay new with Thomas this evening just to kind of feel something. <laughs> Maybe you could take over the ex-homosexual ex account. <laughs> okay. Just start tweeting as I'll him. I'll do that instead. That start sounds tweeting better. as him. All right. Fair enough. I feel really awkward. But you liked it. All right. He's in. So that's it. For this that Nate, guy? You and the Hobo Shack are Double firmly dead. ensconced in the podcast. Absolutely. We miss you already. Of the Billy Mays Memorial no, 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 Double Dead Hall of Fame. And that's our last candidate, boys. So, on the other side of the break? On the other side Mark of the break. Mark has some news, right? No. Oh, I'm no. doing it. Take okay. it away, oh, Dustin. Right. your news. All right. What? 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 You're listening to The Break Room. Fat kids are stupid. the mysteries of gravity but could he have unraveled the mysteries of rubik's cube three weeks ago judge smith retired to her chambers with exhibit a rubik's cube she hasn't been seen since warning once you get your hands on rubik's cube you may never be able to put it down
Rubik's Cube. Over three billion combinations, but just one solution from Ideal. Hey kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinema diabolica. Disney has a big surprise just for you. Who are these guys? They're television's newest heroes, and they're turning out the lights on evildoers everywhere. <laughs> hey, who did that? It's Chip and Dale, along with Gadget, Zipper, and Monterey Jack, in Disney's action-packed adventure, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Weekdays at 4 in the Channel 9 Kid Zone. Live from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River, this is KTBR Eyewitness News, with your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes, here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Break room third segment time here. That's right. And this is the news segment. Sorry as shit that my job hasn't changed at all. We'll get to animal sports near the end of the yeah. near the end of the broadcast. Yeah, I've, got, story, yeah. I've got tons of things to talk sports about. Sports is always the Would you like to have animal sports first? Because mm-hmm. I, I will let you go first. Sure. Okay. Go ahead. Nothing to report. Oh. Back to me. All right, so we got a lot of things in news today. You guys like things in news? Because I hope you do, because this is a news segment, and these are things in news. I like things in news. Excellent. <laughs> so, to so. kick this off, we're going to talk about a guy who waked, uh, woke up uh, in a body bag at a funeral home in Mississippi. People All thought right, he was dead. Next story. No, no. It, no, no. Oh, okay. I thought that was, was asleep. A, F Mark. I thought it was a boring drop. No, no. Comment. Was he asleep in the de- in the body? Tell us. Give us the news details. Anchor. I will go ahead. Seven time. You award should know winner. this also because you sent me this story. Oh, but did I? Oh. Uh, this particular story is about a uh, workers in a Mississippi funeral home uh, <laughs> said they found a man alive and and kicking when they opened a body bag while they were getting him ready to embalm him. <laughs> Holmes County Coroner Dexter Howard calls it a miracle that 78-year-old Walter Williams is alive. Was he was Dexter a lumberjack? And he used to kill people. I, I don't think so. Oh, Mark, have to make that reference. Yeah. He taught us to work for what you want. She told FoxNews.com in a phone interview. She remembered her her father working 12-hour shifts as a farmer. He had just retired, and then he was put in a body bag, illegitimately, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they think he was dead? Uh, you know, that's a good question. It doesn't because actually he didn't say have life in, the, in the foxnews.com story, basically. Well, the coroner came to the scene and reported him dead at the scene. It said he didn't have a pulse yeah. that hey, Wednesday night. Is but... this your report? <laughs> oh. Is this your report? Early no. Thursday, he announced at Porter and Son Funeral Home said they were repairing Tim Ball Williams when he started kicking the body bag. Fuck I asked you. the coroner Fuck what you. happened. Fuck you. Fuck and the only you. thing he could say is that it was a miracle. 
So fuck you, fuck you, you fuck you. you think Get the fucking bit more. thing together. Fuck you. Good God. Jeez. You think they'd have a little bit more of a screening process to figure out if somebody's actually dead, other than so kicking well. the body bag when they're actually going to go ahead and embalm them, but. Fortunately, they at least did that ahead of time because that would kind of suck if they started to embalm him, and that's when he yeah. alerted everybody True. to the fact that he was not dead. Where was when this he, at? It was in Mississippi. When he was half formaldehyde mm-hmm. and half blood? Yeah. I, I would think that's kind of a bad thing. Then becomes some sort of... Do you of guys have that fear at all of uh, being, being being put into a body bag um, uh, when I'm you're fear, not actually dead? I guess I have more of a fear of being buried alive, whether it's through some crime mishap or... Something like that. Like so somebody takes revenge the, on me. Well, that would be the first step. Yeah. You've definitely watched the Ryan Reynolds movie Buried then? Uh, no, I haven't. Tell me all about it on Thumbs of Fury. You should watch that. Episode 23. Okay. Let's talk about Thumbs it. Thumbs reviews, Buried Alive. Right. It's just Buried. I do. Uh, buried. I, I mean, I guess there's a slight fear, sure. That I've seen that weird... too. So me and Thomas can review that in the next episode. <laughs> like once I, once I master meditation, I'm able to slow my body down. That way and I can masturbate. live. And ma- yes. <laughs> I can masturbate mentally and live as long as I want by slowing my heartbeat down and my body processes. Sure, I have a fear that I'll be, you know, somebody will think I'm dead and buried Do you alive. have the ability to rise no, and I said, lower your blood pressure? I said once I master the ability. I'm not there yet. He's white fruit. Probably next Tuesday is when I'll get there, so... It's not very far from now, though. No, but I said really. once I get there. I'm not saying okay. it's going to happen next Tuesday, but when I'm on a, you know, one of my next, tantric sessions next, of meditation. Next, next Wednesday. Yeah, maybe next Wednesday. Yeah. Next story. All right, so <laughs> there's that. Thank you, Mark, for contributing. <laughs> I contributed. I, I said thank you for contributing. I contributed. You contributed the story, so I'm saying thank you. Quit saying you contributed. I'm saying you contributed. <laughs> Do you guys want to know when you're going to die? No. Yeah, do you I want really to just don't. have it happen, or do you want to know ahead of time? No. Because apparently there's a blood test out there that can predict imminent death. No, that's ridiculous. And it that said, would ridiculous. you want to take it? Does it predict if you get hit in a car, in a, stub- in a car accident? In a study published this week, finishing historian researchers report that they have identified specific levels of four chemicals circulating in the blood that offer a reliable signal that death is near. Oh. Is that like a bear period? The four so harbingers of death can be uh, readily detected in a blood sample and are even predictive when seen in apparently healthy people, the new study shows. Okay. So I guess that kind of brings up the whole thing. Do you want to know your death clock? You know, that, that's kind no, of a big story that, as a human. You know, everyone, obviously, it's obviously everyone's going to die. Obviously. No matter what Marcus thinks, we're all going to die. So I'm not going to. See, he doesn't think he is, but his clock is ticking the fastest of all of us, I would assume. But <laughs> anyway... So why would you assume that? Because because he's so arrogant that he's because not going to die. Because he thinks he's gonna not go going to. Okay, <laughs> just to prove that they can. But uh, in any case, you kick the table? Do you guys is. have any? Inst- <laughs> do you have any guy? Do you guys have any indication of wanting to know that? I mean, no. I, I personally don't want to know that. No, because no. I saw not Logan. any indication, but <laughs> I saw Logan's desire to know that. I saw Logan's run as a kid, and it limits you. Like if you know when you're going to die. It's just, for one, it'd be just a general sense of foreboding. Sure. And I don't know. It kind of takes the spirit out of life in, in its own way. Logan's run and more recently, uh, Looper, which basically tells you when nobody's your clock that, is up. Though. Yeah. Nobody's... Why? Okay. That's not true. Okay. You and two other guys. Have Looper. you watched it? Looper Shut reference. it. Y'all are the only other two. Yeah. We're. No, I'm saying two other guys out there that have seen Looper. Whatever. Shut you up. You and them know what you're talking about. You're full of shit. <laughs> 
So nobody wants to know. No, you just no, want to die when you're gonna die. Know that. That. Yeah, I want to die however I die. If, if you're gonna die tomorrow, you don't want to know about it. Yeah, tonight. if I end up no. choking on a piece of Long John Silver's crispy fish or some shit teasers, then you plan that's on all eating I die. that sometime soon. Although I don't know if the blood test can predict <laughs> that I will die choking on a fillet well, of fish. Well, I can't no. predict anything. Obviously, I can't predict you being hit by a bus, but or the kid bang bus, like right. you like to be known. <laughs> right. you know, as, the but, subway, right? The kid bang subway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's there's, there's. I just thought it was interesting that there is a blood test that even tries to predict that. I mean, if you're talking you know. about totally nat- natural, quote unquote, means, does it take into does it say does it take into account disease? Uh, maybe I missed Man, that. And that but. would require reading the whole story. I just read the headline. Okay, first paragraph. <laughs> All right. If it's past that, I don't know. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> so no, we we do not want to know about uh, when we're going to die. No. No. Next story. Uh, are you guys a fan of Barbies? Shockingly, no. No. Shockingly, no. Okay. I actually have two Barbie stories, believe it or not. This might be the two. worst show ever. These are two people that are obsessed with becoming Barbies or some kind of Barbie-style person. Are they women? Uh, yes, they are, oh, actually. Okay. It's not men, amazingly enough. Uh, well, they could be hopefully the second can. story comes up by the time I get done with the first story because it's still rotating out there. But the first story... <laughs> Uh, this Barbie wannabe uh, underwent uh, hypnotherapy to become dazed, uh, ditzy, and confused because she felt like that is what Barbie is like. Isn't she? Isn't Barbie really a woman about town, a woman on the go, a feminist yet also feminine? Uh, I mean, that makes sense to me, but I'm just telling you what she did. Okay, what did uh, she do? A woman who tell, tell us what she did. Tell us. She spent thousands of dollars trying to look like Barbie is now undergoing hypnotherapy to make herself more quote unquote. Ditzy and confused. I want to say I've heard this story. Blondie Bennett is her name. (laughs) Not a real name. She has taken her H-cup implants to increase to... No, no, no. She has taken them to 32 double J's and has had chin liposuction to uh, contour her face to be more in line with Barbie. So she's already done that... Physically. Does this article now, mentally, come with a picture of what double J's look yeah. like? Wait. Does, if you want to see her boobs, you can look at them if you like. Does this picture God. have uh, also no, a... I don't want to. I've got to. Like, does this, okay. what does that even look like? Does this picture also have a picture of my dad attached to it? <laughs> Mark, would you like to see 32 double yeah, J's? Show come around the corner here and I'll show them to you. But uh, the former uh, size zero model said, when people ask why I want to be Barbie, I think... Who wouldn't want to be? She has the best life. All she does is shop and make herself look pretty. She doesn't worry about anything. Oh, my God. You're pulling my 32 double J's. <laughs> I've had 20 sessions, it, and I'm already dude. starting to feel ditzy and confused all the time. So she's had 20 sessions of the hypnotherapy already. And uh, to be honest, she does not look pretty. She does not she's look got, good. She's got pan face. She's got huge boobs, but that's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, she's I got, wouldn't say they were like double, like the most biggest boobs ever. Yeah, they're like smaller double than J. I'm just telling you, the thirty double J's. That's what she went for. If those aren't them, then I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. There's some lady that she's has uh, has the biggest boobs in the world, according to, the, to Guinness, and they're artificial. As an 18 year old, I'll actually be nice to you guys and turn this around. She's a fairly normal looking 18 year old. That wasn't yeah, the line. I tried she again. looks mostly normal. Yeah, but there is a picture further down here. I'm not going to turn around again because who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> That her, her boobs are basically busting out of this thing. Uh, but anyway, so ridiculous when people want to look like anybody. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that uh, Octomom that wanted to look any, like Angelina Jolie. We're really any like just seen plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. There's a, I think there's a whole trend of Russian 
people that actually I saw it on BuzzFeed, so who knows if you can trust it. Of uh, people that want to look like Barbie or, or <laughs> well, not Barbie, let me report it as news. They, right they, now. They, in Japanese, maybe it's Japanese, but they want to look like anime. Is this the twenty-three-year-old girl that wants to look like a Barbie because that's no, another no. Barbie story. No, no, the, oh, okay. the uh, they want to look like anime cartoon girls. Oh, really? And so they had like their eyes in, increased in size. And... Yes, I want to say that I've seen that too. Yeah. And those pictures are kind of horrifying. Yeah. And then there was another story about the lady who has the biggest boobs, according to Guinness Book. Uh, who keeps getting her boobs increased every year. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What? Something like that. And some surgery she had, they keep getting bigger regardless of surgery. Her doctors told her if she doesn't have her implants taken out, they're going to kill her. Literally going to kill her, and she refuses How? to have them and taken she said, out. I don't okay. know. It's some, it's some side effect of the disease the uh, from the implants themselves, and she refuses to have them taken out. She's like, that's wow. what I'm known for, and that's what, if they kill me, they kill me. I just don't understand. I don't understand that either. I don't understand either. <clears throat> Okay. Next story. To continue Next on story. the Barbie path. Oh, you found it. There's also another person called uh, Valeria Lucky Nova. Said, Next uh, story. She can just live on air and light. That's her claim. And so she'll be dead in about. She no hasn't food, been hungry in recent no weeks and is training to become a breatharian. Apparently, a breatharian is that you can only live on uh, just air I and light. I feel like I've heard about this before. <coughs> Mark really that. Weird. It's a Ukrainian model, uh, and that's you know the human Barbie. <laughs> Is what she goes by. Maybe keeping her waistline and yeah. really slim by not eating. The 23-year-old said she's training herself to subside or subsist on simply light and air. A trend called... Just put your mouth around this. Breatharianism. So you Breatharianism. Uh-huh. In recent weeks, I've not been hungry at all. I'm hoping the final stage before I can subsist on air and light alone, she said. A breatharian is someone who never eats or drinks, but simply lives on cosmic micro food. Uh-huh. That's their claim. Uh, this isn't the first bizarre thing a human Barbie has said. A documentary was recently made about her in which she claimed to be an alien. So she's a little bit off. So she'll be dead in about a week. She's a little bit off. So so do you guys want to try to live on light and air? No. What is wrong with her? Want we'll to go and do that for a week? Or no. I'll, I'll maybe do that to the next break room? I mean, if you give me enough money, I'll do it for a week, but not like all the time. I would give you zero dollars and zero cents to do I don't want you to die, Thomas. No. So. I will give you a, another break room broadcast. Me and Marcus will show up for another podcast if you do that next week. Yes. How's that? Not a deal. Okay. That guys, shit crack. Do you guys think she's an alien or? No, I think she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I think she's a fucking idiot who will be dead in a week. I agree with that too. And you know what? Frankly, frankly, society will be better off without her. Uh, God. I don't necessarily want her to die, but I, I would like I don't her to want be her a little die, more sane. But this is the whole Darwin system. It's like, if you're that stupid to go to those extreme lengths, or maybe sometimes not even extreme, if you're that dumb, you don't serve society. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. She doesn't serve society. You're evil, With sir. probes connected to their genitalia. You want people uh, to die. I don't know about no, that, but... but I want I want some science. Prove to me that breathinarianism... You know, whatever actually is, You exists. want some science. Give me some science. Give me science. <laughs> Seriously, you're standing by that? <laughs> Whoa. I can't help that I'm cool. All right. Next, next story. Who was that? That was you. I don't think so. Next story. The next two stories are very Thomas the Tank centered. The first one's going to be... Cocking the eggs. Yeah, that too. This woman eats her own body weight of tomato ketchup every year. This is the first story. I understand. Okay, fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It says, most people enjoy a splash of red stuff on their chips, but this woman takes the love of ketchup to a whole new level. And just to let you know, just let you guys know, in this particular picture... She is drinking a wine glass full of Heinz tomato ketchup. Oh, God. Okay, that's weird. That's gross. 
by entering the vagina, you can then be blown out <laughs> the ass. That's, that's not relevant about. at all. Melissa Epson, 19, gets gets through every, uh, nearly 70 kilograms of tomato ketchup every year, working her way through three bottles a week. It's the equivalent of her own body weight, 11 stones. That's what this Poor is. people are stupid. 11 stones? That's what it says here. I don't know. A stone is a uh, European measurement. Where is this? Really? Yeah. The theological student equivalent. from Lincoln... It's so addicted to the condiment, she walks out of restaurants. was what? It's a. She walks out of restaurants which don't stock the sauce. Melissa said, "I started eating ketchup when I was a kid, and when we first went to McDonald's, I can't remember how it became such an obsession, but now I can't live without it." Eleven po- pounds, or sorry, eleven stone is one hundred fifty-four pounds. So there you go. My friend gets really embarrassed when I ask <laughs> for twelve packets for my meals. Yeah, you should be at the student union, and I'll get extra to take home with me. I eat so much of the stuff, I dread to think of what it's doing to my own body. So. Definitely the closest to a, a Thomas the Tank I've seen out there. I don't feel like 12 packs is the most weird, crazy thing ever. That's a shit ton for one meal. Like if it's just the like the little bitty packages? But it's 12 packets well, per nugget. You and, you and uh, Did Melissa. Did she say per nugget? <laughs> I don't think so. I no, think she, she said, said per, 12 packs she said per meal. meal. Like that's, that's not a the lot most of unfeasible thing ever. It's a lot of ketchup. That makes sense in that's about what you go through, Thomas the Tank search right. uh, terms. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really boring news segment. She said, Heinz tomato ketchup is my favorite, <laughs> but as a student, I sometimes can't afford to be picky. I would rather have a brand that isn't Heinz that, than no ketchup at all. Well, just wait till she's not no, as... Heinz is definitely the best. She's right there. Just wait till she gets a full job and can afford, you know, a bottle or three a day. Absolutely. She'll, you guys... Have you There's considered... obviously such thing as too much. Thomas, have you considered proposing to her? You should. I don't even know this chick. She's 19. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I sense a love connection right now. <laughs> what does that have to do? Where's she at? at? Somewhere in England? Yeah, somewhere in England. I'd close the story, but yeah, somewhere in England. Yeah, I think uh, what we need to get on here is uh, ketchupsingles.com. And <laughs> ketchup you can singles. Can squirt each other's ketchup packets at each other. What are the requirements to be part of ketchup singles? Just have to love ketchup. Do you just have to love ketchup, or do you have well, to have a certain amount of you have packets? To have a, you have to have a brand match. Like, somebody might prefer Hunts, and you're not a match for them. Some you, evil person you might prefer Hunts. You might both prefer Heinz, or... You know, whatever. Then you guys can squirt packets and other things with each other <laughs> while you're dating, quote-unquote. Ketchupsingles.com. Please. You got, we need to have a love connection here. Done. Based on Heinz Ketchup. Was there yeah. a second story that was me-centered? Yes, there is. Next story. Mark. This particular story is about a teen that, quote-unquote, definitely recommends using a Hot Pocket as a cheesy fleshlight. Golden showers. Okay. This doesn't have to do with <laughs> This is more a Mark the Bus Hudson story. The than artist probably known as uh, Renaissance Pop Tarts. Whatever. Not a real name. I know. It's, like, <laughs> it's a Twitter account. Uh, first sent in the public eye when he tweeted an experiment while putting his penis through a box of brown sugar Pop Tarts. <laughs> Salty wiener. He quickly followed that up with a Vine video showing him making sweet love to a Hot Pockets brand food like object. God. So basically, this guy says that fucking a hot pocket is the same as like I guess the American Pie guy fucking a you're fucking not, apple pie. You're not an so artist weird. if all you do is fuck things. I agree. That's not. Would an you? Art would form. you? Would do you consider someone like India Summer or Jenna Jameson an quote, artist? Though. Listen to his quote. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it if you're lonely. I wouldn't recommend putting it on Vine, but I'd recommend fucking a hot pocket. Probably it wasn't bad. It's messy though. He said, Mark. So, God. Thomas, will you upgrade your current flashlight to a vagina. hot pocket flashlight? No. That's the question. You know what? Really, if flashlight were, uh, you know, seeking a new market, they should really uh, have a hot pocket division. <laughs> hot pocket division. They already have porn stars. <laughs> upgrade it to food. 
Maybe a maybe a cucumber. It got really I, creepy when they started having porn stars. Like, or, this is the vagina of so and so. Like, that's really weird. Or like F thirteen once called into the uh, Dan or Savage the podcast of uh, Mark Hudson. <laughs> yes. One time F thirteen called into the Dan Savage podcast. Savage loved that. Yeah. He was making love, for you know less crude terms, uh, to a melon. He would microwave and it would burn his penis. You can say fucking a melon here. It's oh, we're in sorry, the break room. Sorry, I was in the wrong show. You're yeah. not in thumbs. F13 used to fuck a melon and would, <laughs> okay. it would burn his penis. And so he called that into the Savage Love cast. <laughs> it's pretty he funny. He was asking how he can avoid burning his penis. Did they give a real answer? Don't warm it up. He actually did give a real answer, yes. Oh, how about uh, He that? actually answered it seriously. <laughs> Whoa. God. That was really loud, Thomas. I didn't do that. Oh my gosh! Genitalia. Okay. Next story. Do you like hot convicts, Mark? What's the definition of a hot convict? Next story. Someone's convicted that's hot. Do you like that? Uh, Someone's got like many, convict pictures. How many times has he been in jail? He? he? I don't know. This one's about a she, but I, I mean, okay. he could be fine. It could be like sure. Who doesn't like a nice prison exploitation movie? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's a woman called uh, Megan Simmons. <laughs> He was arrested for uh, drunken driving or reckless driving in July 2010. She suffered crush, crushing humiliation and was slapped with a year of probation. Okay. But apparently everybody called her the attractive convict, uh, convict three years later. A popular internet meme that features more than 280 versions of her mugshot with snarky comments like, I'd like, to, I'd like her cell number, guilty of taking my breath away, and wanted in 50 states, and misdemeanor. She said, I knew the picture was out there, but I didn't know it was a big until the journalist called me on Friday, the 27-year-old said. Simmons later uh, lives in Zephyllis, a town of 10,000 residents. In not Central a real town. And she never imagined she'd become an instant celebrity. I'm not famous, she said. Everyone knows me here. Nevertheless, the former Hooters waitress is making the most of her newfound fame, posting one of her favorite iterations of the meme on her Facebook page. And she's opposed to show- and she's isn't opposed to showing off more than her mug if the offer is if Hugh Hefner himself contacted me, I you think like I'd offer. I think that's an offer I couldn't refuse. She told Huffington Post. So basically, they're taking her mugshot, saying all kinds of stuff. You play bad cop. She's playing bad. Blah 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 blah. Guilty so of taking my heart. Whatever. Is she making money off of this at all, or is it just? Uh, that's the plan. It's just a general meme. Uh, that's the plan. So basically, she, once she gets out, she will get an offer by Playboy to do a full spread. Uh yeah, she's also asked the Literally. yeah she's also getting asked the key to taking a good mugshot something she is still not sure how to answer. I wasn't thinking about doing a good Cut. mugshot. She told, I was afraid my eyes out Can and my and distraught when I was arrested. She also doesn't think the picture does her justice. So she's also trying to kind of push Can that along you? apparently. So apparently somebody with a hot Cut. mug picture thinks that uh, she can go ahead and get in Playboy and <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. Whatever she'll make it to that and, or uh, they probably will. Or something something like that yeah. So, you think you have a hot mug shot, Mark? Dude, like I, no, no, not at all. I have a horrible <laughs> mug shot. Have you seen my driver's license? It was license a good picture? lead up it's, and a huge letdown. It was. I had the worst driver's license picture of all time. How about you, Thomas? You got a hot mug I've shot? I've never had a mug shot before. So. Can we go and get you arrested? I mean, the Plano PD is right around the corner. Let's do it. All right. Let's have you drunk drive by them and go ahead and arrest you. And, see and then what once they take the picture, be like, hey, hey, cop. Do I have a hot mugshot? Like peacock was swirled. <laughs> exactly. That sounds great. God. Hey, hey, cop. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Cock right. in the eggs. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. Next last, story. Last story of the evening. Oh, Next story. I figured out what it means. It's when we were talking about being naked all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> and your your saying was, if you stood up and your cock fell between your eggs and your bake, like on your plate, like that wouldn't be convenient. That's what it was. That sounds good. Cock and the eggs. <laughs> that was really random. Right. I was like, where the hell did they come from? That is really, By really random. the vagina, you can... Seriously. Oh, I thought you were going to finish that. Okay. What's wrong with you? Last story. Real life Legend of Zelda sword stabs real life man in real life duel. Was this uh, in public? It's all fun and games until someone pulls out the master sword. Eugene Thompson <laughs> says he was forced to wield his Legend of Zelda replica sword ever. in a duel against his girlfriend's estranged husband. According to click2houston.com. Not a real site. Whatever that is. Probably not a real site. He was with his girlfriend at his house in Houston Saturday night when the two got into an argument. And Thompson's girlfriend called her estranged husband and asked him to come over. Police say the man showed up at about 10 p.m. and the two scuffled. He said he was told the man, he told the man to leave, but his girlfriend let the man inside. Oh, yeah. I heard him heading into the bedroom where I was. So I jumped into the closet and I grabbed one of my replica swords and I pulled it out and stood at the doorway. And he was coming down the hallway at me, and I was yelling, Go <gasps> You don't live here! Thomas told ClickToHouston.com. He just walked into the point of the sword. I don't, know if he could, I don't know if he thought it was a toy or what, he said. So, apparently some guy actually stabbed another guy with a Legend of Zelda replica sword. I gotta get you one of those. Do you have any swords like that, Mark? I don't. Actually, I've thought about getting one. Uh, I feel like, you know, being slightly concerned for the apocalypse, as we talked about at some point after 150... Yeah, sure. You have to have some ready weapon. <laughs> it was some, specific. Some ready weapon, like be it slightly, samurai. Slightly concerned about the apocalypse. Well, slightly, <laughs> sure. I mean, so you, have, you are going to be Michonne in this instance. You have to have some sort of. I'm not, why can't everybody have swords? Why I'm not the sure. only sword wielder. Sure, uh, but you're the main sword wielder. But I would like to wield a sword. I'd like to have a viable sword. Sure, you have the yes. master sword. I don't know. I need a Zelda say. sword or a claymore or something like that. But I would like a viable sword. That I'm I can not stab a claymore. It's a little heavy. Eh, a little, little unwieldy at times. He's something a little, you know, it's a little more in your face. Close quarters. <laughs> so, and that's the news. Next story. There's no more stories, Mark. Next get story. Us, get us out of here. Next story. Oh my god! All right, okay. well. You can email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com or call us at 469-665-9827. Go to breakroom.net. 469-665-9827. Find everything related to the show at popsyndicate.net or breakroom.tv. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thebreakroom. And if you want to listen to any of our silly bits we've occasionally done, go to soundcloud.com slash thebreakroom, and you can download them from there. Find us on Twitter at The Break Room. Find me on Twitter at the Mark with the C. Dustin's at the WSN775. And Thomas Hi, is at the East Central. And as always, you can always find us at MySpace.com slash The Break Room. Don't forget to listen to our one remaining sister show. That's Cinema Diabolica. And perhaps someday 15-minute movie podcast will resurrect itself. But probably not. But always the best thing you can do for this show is go to iTunes. And if you haven't left this rating yet, please do that. And always, please, always, please, always, please tell a friend. And listen to our sister show, Thumbs of Fury. Oh, yes, that show as well. Our successful sister, Thumbs uh, of Fury. Thanks to Vagabond, at Vagabond Saints on Fuck Twitter you. for putting together our logo. And thanks to American Rockstar for our theme song. I'll go out.
Don't Gasoline. forget the... Uh, our outro? The Commodores. Don't forget that. Pow. Right? Out go out, yes. gasoline high five. He's got that big flaming vagina. Out go out, gasoline high five. Out go out, gasoline high five. <laughs> I make more than both of you. My FICO score says I am in the above average territory. I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. The break room. And remember, the break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty Dirty Dustin. This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes. The break room is bankrolled by the Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you.